Hi guys, welcome back. It's me, Cindy, and uh, Salina, and Sandra, and we are so excited to critique Young, Famous, and African, which is an, a reality show that came out on Netflix on um, Friday, so on 18th March, and it features um, a bunch of African celebrities from different parts of the continent. So we have some celebrities from Nigeria, we have some from South Africa, um, Zari is from Uganda, but she lives in South Africa. We had um, some um, diamond from Tanzania. We had someone from Zimbabwe. It was um, I wouldn't say it was a, it was like continental, but um, it was quite um, good. Like the cast was quite well spread, I would say. So yeah, um, I want to hear from you guys. Did you enjoy the show? That's the first thing I want to know. Yeah, for myself actually, even before watching it, I was waiting because I saw the trailer yeah, right? and I found it so interesting. <laughs> I, I even set up a reminder on Friday, like, wow, I'm taking time to watch this. Yeah. So I was already interested on in that and I really had fun watching it. It was really nice. Yeah, oh, yeah I enjoyed I was looking forward to it, but it's because I saw like Zari would be on there and I saw mm-hmm. that. Kai would be on there. Yeah, then, Diamond. Yeah, these uh, famous people you know, right? Yeah. 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 So I was like, really You're all curious about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Sandra, what about you? Yeah, so it's the same for me. I saw the the um sneak peek and I was like, this seems interesting. And plus, there were very many familiar faces that I saw there. So I was like, okay. Hello? Like you're Can you hear me? Yeah. Are you using like um your phone, your yeah? I'm using earphones. Yeah, I think it's better not to use earphones because yeah, the sound is not good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was saying that um yeah the sneak the sneak peek was very interesting. I think Netflix like like the budget for the production was really really well utilized. Yeah, um, was, the budget. You can tell, like, they went all out. If they didn't go all out, like, the, the funding they left uh, for the show was really, really, like, big, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the video quality was great. Was like the amazing. And um, I'm assuming the show, show was scripted because it felt scripted. But um, even, like... Yeah, the you know, outfit- I thought the same thing. I was like, was this scripted or not? But I think it was scripted. I also think it was scripted. It was definitely Yeah, I think scripted. it was scripted. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the dramas are unreal, unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, and it felt a little bit forced. Like the drama between um Annie and um Zari felt forced. Mm-hmm. And then you remember like the episode where Zari was giving her speech of welcome to my um thank you for honoring my invite. She said like that thing like ten times, and I was like, we had it the first time and the second time, and it was it was as though she was pushing something. Something, yeah. Like she said, yeah. thank you for honoring my invite like five times. Mm-hmm. And I was I like, think, we got time. I think it was uh, to make the other people uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like it just felt scripted. Okay, and who are your favorite characters in the show? Uh, okay. I'll go first. I think I think for me, Diamond, I don't know why. I just like Diamond. <laughs> Oh my I just God. like him somehow, guys. I know. <laughs> He's just fun. 
Yeah, Diamond was funny. Yeah, the only thing that I like, I just like him because he's fun. I know he's not. Especially perfect. Selena. Yeah. Selena. The last episode when when um Andy came over, he was like, "Oh, Andy, my friend, you came over." <laughs> you came yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't even know I was here. <laughs> <You can't>... <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fun. Like me. I just like him because it's fun. Actually, like I don't know, it's just fun. I like his vibe. Yeah. God. Yeah, his vibe is really nice. You know, it's like one person that you know, like it will be fun when you're around him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I just think like he's a nice. He has a good vibe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I also like like Swanky. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Swanky as well. Damn, I like the way he dressed. Damn, that guy is amazing. Can dress. Yeah, definitely really nice. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's really good. I like the way he's dressed and Zara. No, I'll I'll leave it for uh, to Sandra. <laughs> Sandra, I I'll mean Zara, Zara to you. you I, I think like Zari was kind of misunderstood because, like, I didn't see her actively pursuing drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and not, I I didn't even see her like going to like. Okay, I saw she was like oh I, I saw she was um like uh, trying to okay, you know maybe sometimes you know she's used to being the boss lady and, and like sometimes unconsciously uh, it can happen where the people are like kind of used to like you know giving her the attention. So unconsciously it may have entered her, but I feel like Everybody was against her, and she's. I don't see, didn't see anything wrong with her, and even like I saw, she was also more than happy to listen to where she went wrong, and she was willing to make ends meet and make amends. But uh, she was like, people were just like, she's a hypocrite. Her her apology is fake. So at this point, I don't know. I just felt she's kind of misunderstood. No, but who's your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character would be, um, okay, I would say Diamond, though Diamond oh. was like there for like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Diamond and Kanye. What? Yeah. <laughs> Lol. Oh my god. Oh my god. And you? Because oh, I didn't I see Kanye that... in like a lot of dramas. I felt like Annie was too much like she's looking for attention like he has many issues actually there is just so so many issues that you have to (laughs) you'll take so long time just trying to understand she has many issues many yeah yeah okay so for me my favorite was zari i feel like she was top 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 notch in every uh, like every um scene she was appearing like she was looking gorgeous you know she had herself together you know and Mm -hmm. i quick with her comebacks you know like i felt like um she knew like she understood the assignment and then um second favorite i would say um nadia nakai mm-hmm. i liked nadia because um she could actually have like a real conversation right so we saw her talking yeah. to her at the beginning actually my talk- second is also nadia yeah and also when she was talking to um kanye like i feel like um 
if it weren't like for the drama, so can you bring in Nadia like gossip over nothing really? Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Nadia we would would have seen Nadia in a different light. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like Nadia because I feel like um she has the capacity like to have like a proper like one on one conversation. I feel like I could actually sit down with her and talk about anything and everything, and she'd yeah. be like front real about it and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm like i have a question for you guys like about mm-hmm. the parenting thing about what you guys think if we have the same idea or not i'd like you guys to comment right. on that the the um, kind you think about with her child like what do you guys think about uh having your <laughs> daughter living the next uh being your neighbor basically like living the other apartment i loved it oh my god i loved it like, really um, she's 15 yes yes but to be honest like i don't know if sandra remembers this but when we were kids we had a friend who um would go to her place for sleepovers and like you know the way like in the compound you can have the main house and the advanced quarters so the sq so like her parents her mom had turned like um her caregivers had turned the sq to her her kind of her home like her Mm -hmm. her so she, there was like a living room in there. There was a kitchen space in there. She had her private bathroom and the bedroom was also separate from the living living room and the kitchen and all of that. Like it felt like her own apartment, like her own studio flat. And we were kids, we were in class three. So we were around seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember her place for a sleepover and just thinking, oh my God, wow, I want to also have the same. So, you know, like when I saw Kanye is doing the same, she's pretty much very freestyle with her parenting. I actually mm-hmm. did appreciate that. I feel like parents should let their kids to like grow into their own person. And like she wants the extra mile like, to give her kid like her own private space. And I was like, thank you. It means that I, I just felt like it felt like she trusts her daughter to like do the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. and needs anything like to reach out to her and you know like people are saying like oh what if she brings boys over and starts having sex and you know i think it's ridiculous and it points to the sexualization of women whereby when people think of women living alone immediately just just think she's going to be doing immoral stuff and in this Mm -hmm. sexual stuff right Mm -hmm. and i think it's um, to think of a kid all by themselves and immediately think they're going to be doing something unethical right Mm -hmm. so i it did give me because I, I know like it's yeah uh, this suggestions came from Andile. So it made me wonder about his um relationship with his daughters because it felt as though like he was trying to like control the situation. It's like as though as though he was trying to like push Kanye to move into a more controlling space mm-hmm. whereby she's pretty much hovering or um heli- helicopter parenting her own. And of course, like I felt like um, Kanye's parents. But then like, still, I don't think. Okay, I think she has a good relationship with her daughter, but I don't think it's like that good because remember, there's one part where the producer asked like her daughter, "How's your relationship with your mom?" And she said, "Strange" or something like that. Yeah, but she said strange. I think like the daughter said strange to mean like it's not the typical way we are used to see. What do you think about Kanye's parenting? Um, I okay. Uh, given the situation that it came out at on this scene, like when you watch uh, her parenting style was called out for when she was talking to Annie and Annie was kind of, you know, we have like different parents and a lot of parents are like the protective kind. And so like when, when I lo- looked at the situation uh, from the, that scene particularly, I just felt like, okay, both women like were, like I was like both on both sides like I was okay with 
the idea of having a kid next door, but also at the same time, uh, also, like, when you look at the world today, a lot of kids that are from rich kid parents, those who have developed the habit, habits of taking drugs, um, those ones who, you know, they've, they've just, like, backfired, let me not say backfired, but th- those who've, like, drifted, most of them is because of uh, absent parenting. And personally... No can't assume Kanye is an absent parent just because she lives, uh, her daughter lives next door. Yeah, but like, I don't no, know. You didn't see her parenting style, so you can't assume that she's an absentee mother or she's too much. Um, but no, you can't ask me for my, you can't ask me for my opinion and then okay. jump on my opinion. Okay, okay. So that's my opinion. Like, I would say like both any style of parenting, like both of them they are okay, and at the same time, they are not okay because nobody wants a clingy parent like Annie. And mm-hmm. at the same time, some people don't want their kids um, just staying on their own. Yeah, so, sure. given more or less. And yeah. as I was saying, I was just like, look, take, like uh, taking into account like the disadvantages of having a child live alone. Uh, so, for example, they could get into like drugs or sometimes even like and even who, who knows, like was the kid even given the chance to ask, like, are you OK living in the par- apartment alone? We didn't yeah. do that. So mm-hmm. we can't really say that we, we don't know how the kid feels about the situation of living alone. She just says that her parent, her mom's parenting style is a bit odd. That's yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, true. Like for me, to be honest, I was surprised. You want to leave it? I was like in shock. Like what? Because for me, it was strange. Like I've, I don't know. I've not grown up in this kind of. Oh, I've never seen like people, like fifteen years old, like having your daughter living next door. For me, it was strange. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It was strange. And I was like myself. I would not choose this kind of style. Because, you know, I, wrote, I I always had, like, my parents with me. So I can't just, I, I can't even imagine myself, like, not being, like, close to my parents like that. Because I, I think it's important to live in the same house. Like, share, you know, these moments, like, waking up, breakfast, good morning, going to sleep. I just think it's important to share the same space as family for me. Yeah, yeah. For me. Yeah. I don't know. Like even if you're living in the same house with your parents, if your parents are detached, like even if you're with under the same roof, like they're still going to be detached, right? And not even that, if they are busy with work, even if you're living in the same house, you might not uh, get to see them much or often, you know. So it might be the same, like um, like same group with Kanye, Kanye's daughter being next door and not getting yeah. to say good with their parents. So I don't. Living in the same house as your parents doesn't uh, directly equate to a closer relationship or a more hands-on relationship. But yeah, that's all I'll say. But about- it depends on the what kind. Yeah, I agree. It depends on what kind of relationship you have your, with your parents. So, for example, for her, she's saying she's more liberal, so she allows her daughter to live next door. Like for some parents, like for them, it's important to just have them. But of yeah. course, there's also this option. You're saying that some parents are just detached. So the same thing if you live or not live with them, they don't even care. They're not there. Not you just live in the same house, but things. It's just like everyone is in their own world. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, long story short, like I like um Kanye's um parenting style as far as where the daughter gets to live, and I don't want to have kids, but if I do get to have them, um, I'll probably like take on the same um approach. But yeah, 
I want to hear you guys' opinion, like, on the characters. Especially you guys are saying Diamond is your favorite car- character. And that guy doesn't even know the number of kids he has. Like <laughs> No, cast- that's what I said. Like, for me, it was just the vibe. Like, it's not about, like, his... It was just the vibe. Like, he's a good... You can see he's a good guy. Of course, he's not perfect. You Gosh. can see that he's a, he's a good guy. He's not perfect because he has many kids... He's a cheater, basically. (laughs) I didn't see him as a good guy. Yeah, he's a cheater. He's done many things wrong. So for me, it was just the vibe. You know, that kind of person, you know, he's not perfect, but it's okay when you're around him. Yeah. Yeah. I I also liked Diamond. Like, I feel like he's, when you look at the friend, not the, 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 the man, like not the sexual part of him, sorry, or the mm-hmm. fuck boy side of him. When you look, when you look at him. Uh, he's a very, very fun individual. Like, and you can also see, you know, Diamond. I think he loves Zari. Like he loves. It's like you can see in his face that he loves Zari. But it happens with so many men. Like they, you love someone, but I don't know they're not um, able to give up the other part of. He's not able to like just you know start fucking around and focus on one woman you see yeah. that's the problem that's diamond's problem i think no I he think, knows that uh, he would be happy with zari things would be like you know have their own chili he, he just needs to set up his life like bruh just stay with no, but one person but he can't he did admit to feeling insecure when it came to being enough for Zari. Mm-hmm. And I saw people on Twitter like saying that like, this is probably the reason why he ended up cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Not because like he didn't want to give up on that lifestyle, but because like um he just felt very undeserving of her and mm-hmm. like subconsciously moved into a space of like sabotaging the, re- the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, to kind of, it's like a self-fulfilling promise, right? Mm-hmm. And many yeah. people do that. It's not even yeah. diamond, only diamond situation. I've seen many men in the same situation they do the same thing oh my gosh the the same thing i think he would be so happy like sometimes i just see one person like bro you would be so happy like with just one woman like just doing your life have fun enjoying one person it just feels so nice yeah and it feels right yeah instead of just breaking people's heart and having kids (laughs) around (laughs) Uh, well, that's why fuckboy exists it didn't <laughs> just come out of the blue did it <laughs> anyway well, he was, he was okay. very very nice let's go to Andy is it Andy Andile Andile yeah. mm-hmm. I liked him oh my gosh I liked that he goes for what he wants like I liked the way he was pursuing Zari like it felt very intentional and it felt like you know you know me I love intentionality so mm-hmm. it felt very intentional intentional and I liked that he was like direct and upfront you know like I was even telling my friend like just a few um hours ago like uh when it comes to romantic relationships and uh like when it comes to the courtship process or when you're pursuing someone like I like it when someone tells me upfront like I like you and I'd like to have like a romantic relationship with you you know as opposed to like inviting me out and assuming like I'll, I'll get the hints that they're asking me out because they're interested in, in me right or mm-hmm. in 
instead of like throwing compliments at me or calling to have conversations like um a lot and then assuming because we've been talking a lot like I'm, I'm pretty much like on the same page with them and like them back and like automatic you know they make it like i like that intentionality with andy whereby he's expressing like he likes zari and you know despite the fact that knowing that zari is the friend's ex like, yeah for me that's it. like what i i it put myself i was like uh thinking is okay you like her but why you only show when diamond left like doesn't it seem like a little bit strange does he really but like her or it was just show, like okay I'm an opportunity like zari. i'm not doing anything let me just go yeah, but, to zari why not yeah but it made sense because you know according to the show it's like andy met um zari as the arabian nights mm-hmm. dinner right yeah. So um, and then like um Diamond left pretty much right after that to go mm-hmm. do his stuff with his album. So it makes sense. It's not like it was being sneaky and waiting for Diamond to not be around. Mm-hmm. I just feel like according to the way the progression happened, like I liked it. I, as well like I don't like people being like very aggressive when it comes to pursuing people. Mm-hmm. Like I like that slow progression whereby they first meet you and they're like who are you and like then meet you again and they're like oh I, you're pretty let me talk to you and then next time like actually let me take you out you know and then next you know i like that progression and i felt like we got that progression in the way that um she, he was pursuing like sorry it mm-hmm. felt very natural. although again we do we do know that it was scripted but it felt very natural like compare that but and how can it be diamond like compare that and compare that to diamond pursuing um nadia nakai like the first day they met and diamond was, he, was not, he was not serious exactly you see <laughs> Diamond was not serious at all. He was just like, okay, Diamond's the kind of person he's just chasing you just because he doesn't have anything to do, you know, sometimes. There's some someone who's like, okay, why not? I saw this woman, she's pretty. Let me just try. (laughs) I that's the feeling I had about Diamond and Nadia. Yeah, yeah, but so you see, like if you compare Diamond's pursuit of Nadia and you compare Andile's pursuit of Zari, like you can feel the difference. Diamond just felt like it was hormonal, you know, and with Andile's, it felt like it was thought out, well mm-hmm. thought out. Yeah. So I like that. I like. I really like that aspect. Yeah. But, like for me, I can't give uh, Andy his like flowers, or let me say, I can't give him his recognition for that attention because. He just had a six-month baby <laughs> while pursuing Zari. And then he, he yeah. invited like, all, all his... I, To be honest, I felt like all the guys on the show are just, like, bloody fucking, like, yeah, damn. They are, they DJ are, Naked. Are, <laughs> they, um, <laughs> DJ like, Naked. Like, who this cast? You know, it's only Swanky who felt like he had his shit together. Yeah, you know? yeah. Only DJ Swanky. Naked is misogynistic. <laughs> the other guys are just crazy. <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, DJ, yeah, DJ, DJ Naked is very misogynistic. He's sexist. Naked DJ is very sexist, especially the part where he's telling the girlfriend, "Oh, when was the last time you looked this nice?" You know, Mm. imagine where are fishnets from? Yeah, yeah from, and there are so many people like this also. Like you're in a relationship, but you feel like you know you cannot be yourself. You're performing. Yeah, you're this performing. Is, yeah, definitely. And this is what we were discussing in the in the episode for Fuck You Pay Me, whereby like there's that sexualization of the femme. And we are, as the women, we are expected to play into that role, mm-hmm. into play into what men want to see of us and, you mm-hmm. know, move along with that. Like it's supposed to be automatic to be deserving yeah. of that. The scene for the therapy, don't you remember the therapist was like, how do you expect 
like DJ Naked like decided to to ghost for nine days. And nine then, fucking days. Yeah. And then he, he like he was like I, I was like he's the one in control of the relationship. He's like I will give you space and my space is not talking to you for nine days. Then when I come back, I'll feel better. Then the, the therapist was like, but how do you expect her to, how do you expect to resolve conflict when you decide to go to the relationship yeah, to just and then come back when you feel you're ready? That's not fair to the other person. That's not a relationship, first of all. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not even how it's supposed to work. But yeah. I did, like, um, I don't know how long um, in the show they went without seeing each other, but I felt like Naked DJ was so quick to apologize to Swanky. He was so quick to apologize to Kanye. But and he then never apologized to his friend, girlfriend. He's kind of like egotistic with it. He never even apologized. He was just like, okay, we're working with the, the therapist is working. Yeah. So it was yeah. just like that. But I don't think they 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 had the real conversation, like both of them, like even without the therapist, like to just, you know, talk like they are dogs. For me, it was that, that scene for, this is, we're, we're, we're like brother and sisters, <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden they started calling each other out. It was like, what the <laughs> how are you sisters and brothers and this is the relationship you have (laughs) (laughs) like but wait you're talking about kanye and naked dj or yeah kanye and naked dj at that bar they were like you know yeah 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 uh, kanye's like a brother to me and then uh, kanye's like you're like a sister to me that she met his girlfriend on instagram Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) but to be honest i feel like it's not that big of a deal. I don't feel like you're entitled to um re- um what is it called in- introduce your significant other to your friends um in the way that your friends prefer to meet your significant other. I feel like you're the one who's in control of the narrative. You're the one who's in control of mm-hmm. um your, your, your the way you um you and your spouse interact with your friends. And if you would prefer they find out through social media, they call and good. If you want them to have a much more inter- intimate like fast time like um in- interaction like well and good but um i felt like kanye was a little bit entitled but i did enjoy their banter the banter between naked dj and um kanye i thought it was very hilarious mm-hmm. yeah but you know and then the way i think also the way kanye was like he's very sexual like he's kind of like giving fuckboy vibes the way he was like you know because of you diamond i, I didn't get laid for two days <laughs> Even the way he was telling them on, like, you know, because he's not married, like, um, you know, like, it's okay to ha- to cheat around, like, to fuck around as long as you don't get caught. Yeah. Really? A 40-year-old man, the advice you're giving. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the only problem that doesn't want caught. to get married. <laughs> like, bruh, that's the only problem, really? Yeah, yeah. What about um Annie Maculay or Maculay? I don't even know how to pronounce her name, but Annie. Annie, Annie just say uh, Annie. Annie yeah. Say yeah. Oh my god, like I have this very love-hate relationship with her role in the in the show because like um as on one hand I feel like she's very sensitive and very emotional and she's very expressive of those emotions. But at the, on the other hand, I feel like when it comes to the area of like romantic relationships, she feels very um immature in that area. And I feel like that is what is making like her stick around for Edibia, like Mr. Edibia, so innocent, mm-hmm. despite the fact that he's cheated on her, you know? And it's not like cheating on her one time or like when they were not serious like within the relationship. It's like profound, like profound cheating. Like he gets a proper master's degree in this area. And I was just thinking, oh my God, why did she stay? You know, why does she continue to stay? And it, it, it just sense to me for me like any when you know when i see any i just see many 
African women, like for example, in my yeah. country, I've seen like yeah. so many people putting up with cheaters, fuck. yeah, with fuck boys, like keeping up fucked up marriage. But you can see that she's hurt, you know, like she's so hurt, she can't even get over it because every time she would mention, like, okay, he cheated, he brought like five children. It's not even cheating, like, okay, one time. Can you imagine like cheating and bringing like five kids? Hey, five kids? You know the first, the first one you can. Yeah, I, like, for me, I cannot. She cheated once, twice, and she was there. And I think any for her is like okay, like there's nothing I can do. Let me just keep my. I I love my man. Let me just keep my man and whatever. She tries to forget yeah. about the pain, and then she will just stay in the marriage just because. Plus, you remember she said that they, she met. To Baba when they were like sixteen. No, she was sixteen. She was a kid. Yeah, she was a kid. So she doesn't know anyone else, and she's scared of leaving. Like many people are scared of leaving. It's not easy to leave because you yeah, know you don't know how it will go. So I think that's her yeah. case. And I think in addition to that, like she was, uh, she was just justifying staying. Like you know, yeah. he's my first love. Mm-hmm. We've been together for these many years. Uh, the kids. You know those those excuses. They I think she's just scared. I don't know. I think she's scared yeah. of leaving. Like she really, she really, she's really scared. And then she was asked again by Kanye, and then she was like, "He wrote a song for me." There's always an excuse. Yeah, there's always he yeah, wrote a song there's for always me. something like he did. Yeah, you know, he did that. He's a good the, then the night, the night of the proposal, he was like, he said words that he's never said to me. He acknowledged uh-huh. it. Well, so I'm just like this. so, like you know, and even even Kanye was like, she was he was she was pointing out like. You know, like you, your, your. He was, she was telling Idibia, like you know, Annie loves you even more. That she's willing to burn herself to keep you warm. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that matter your love, like yeah. Yeah, 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 very. Not even matter. I felt like Annie is his doorstep, and you know, like I hate it because, um, I feel like if you look at um the show, the way the show is, like with the women, we had a little bit more of a controlled um idea like as much as the image comes through right so we have Kanye who's very egotistical very direct and upfront also very humorous right and very um freestyle in her parenting we have Zari the boss lady who's very very boss like very upfront and direct as well very confident you see we have like Annie who's like and when it comes to love she's an emotional mess but other than that like Annie also had like a very strong personality right we see the same with Nadia Nakai and Nadia is very funny as well I like the scene yeah. by like the ball it looks like the colonizer's house and like the, <laughs> the, the security looks like the with the guns look like the colonizer with the guns that used to take their land like all of I thought, I thought that was really funny but you see like with the women we have like a more I don't want to say society, society social um like socially acceptable image but we have like the, the idea we have of them is more fully fledged like we have like an individualized character like it's very very personalized to some extent mm-hmm. and then we come we come to two-face like he's only the only thing we know about him from the show is that he's a musician and pro, uh, it seems like he's a big name like i know two-face like i know to baba but i didn't i've never really thought about his um radar like when it comes to his fame right yeah but from so if I didn't know him and I was just watching the show like afresh, I would have thought that this is just a proper cheetah, unajua, a proper um kitombi, proper like just this is a man without um a, a self-control when it comes to his sexual yeah, urges, me right? too. I also like, think, I think the same thing, the same thing. He might With tell Amond as like well. change, but I don't think he changed. And I think yeah, he has the potential to cheat again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like Annie told him to say he'd never cheat again, and he was evasive the entire time, right? Yeah. But uh, go to um Diamond. Even with Diamond, we're seeing the same thing. Like literally from the first scene or the first episode, rather, we see him saying like he doesn't even know the exact number of kids he has. So again, it comes back to this idea of this man being portrayed portrayed as very detached, mm -hmm. you know, very um like a daisy call when it comes to their sexual energy, right? Yeah. And like. It's not like if they didn't have the money, like they wouldn't have a, a, be worth of anything, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're looking at Andile. I, I really did think Andile has his shit together. And then like at the white, um, was it a white affair something? Like um, the the event whereby they were all they were wearing all white. You remember Kanye was like, oh, that's the baby mama. He's six months baby. That's the other baby mama. And the guys were saying like, oh, he's very close with them. It seems as though he's still in a sexual relationship with each one of them. Right, and you see, like, um, with um, naked DJ, at least him is sticking to one woman, but even when he's sticking to one woman, he's I won't, I'm, I'm going to admit, like, he's very sexist and he has a very old school approach to relationships. And I was just thinking, oh my god, like, um, sometimes I feel like men need to do a better uh, uh, role when it comes to their image and not to, because they're doing it to cater to what others think of them, but rather, like, just it's nice to like have your shit together, you know. I, I don't think, like, um, I don't know, that's just my opinion, but yeah, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll also say, like, another thing is, um, just looking at like the way Annie was like behaving, um, I would say also. Like she, I don't. I feel like she didn't love herself. That these issues that you know she was having. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think the way she was projecting at uh, Zari for like? Do you, okay, uh, from Zari's narrative, Zari said that Annie was like kind of hinting that she slept with the Two Face, and yeah. from Two Face. Uh, from oh my God! And you remember like when Zari told Two Face, the, what did Two Face say? The first thing to Baba said was, "Let's fuck with her mind." Do you remember? Do you wanna fuck with her? Like to play I with think her he already Remember? knows her. Like... He said, "Like he said that I didn't even pay attention." Yeah, yeah. When Zari told him the first thing he said, like instead of like I'm going to instead, you'd think like he'd be like, "Let me clear that out with her," mm -hmm. or "Thank you for bringing this up. I'll, I'll definitely let's call her and have a conversation with her." The, she, he just laughed and he was like, "Do you want to fuck with her mind?" And I was like, "Fucking shit! This husband." Like yeah, this is you know. Cause it's giving um a, 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 like um any proper anxiety like pro proper she's properly anxious when it comes to this relationship and for him to like instead of trying to like soothe it he's like let me do something else and like I feel like if Zari didn't say no he would have probably literally done like something messed and up. That's why that's why uh patriarchy like is is still up here held until today. Like yeah. women like Zari are looked down as upon as. Like for example, I would say women. Like for example, if you you if you're too rich, sorry, if you're rich and you choose to like not have any husband, there's always like that. That's why even Kanye was saying like these are two strong females that are against each other. One of them, she was saying something like this: like one of them yeah. is projecting their insecurity because they are like a mirror to each other. They've both yeah. faced, faced cheating. So yeah. I, I don't know you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, like the, the, these are two women who are mirror are a mirror of each other. So that's why they were even not getting along. And Zari is more like fuck this, like you know, we don't need a man. I'm a billionaire, you know. And then Kani is like, leave my man alone, standing by the man. So like the the whole reason why you know some men still cheat successfully is because they know there's a woman at home who knows he's cheating. But yeah. he's still sick by him. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I liked um Kanye's relationship with Kudzai. You know, like, the way at the start, um Kanye's, like, protect and serve. And, like, Kudzai is literally just doing that to her. And I, I was, was actually like, even going to tell you, like, we should even talk about, like, quotes we like from the show. I loved that. I loved Kudzai, Kanye's relationship with Kudzai because Kanye is more um ego. I would I wouldn't say egocentric, but she definitely has a strong relationship, and it's nice to see that Kudzai is not threatened by that. If anything, he's like literally stroking her ego, and I loved. I think if 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 I'm going to reach the best relationship on the show, this was the one for me. Like I I loved it. Like based on what we we saw, um I, I loved I loved Kanye's relationship with Kudzai. Oh, and by the way, have we discussed the childhood trauma of Nadia, where she was like, because I think I kind of saw a hint of my, not a hint of myself, but a small fraction of myself. I could relate when Nadia was like, she, she um, you know, her father was not always there for her. So for her, she struggles with maintaining long-term relationships. Uh, relationships. Uh, and she ended up breaking, breaking up of her. Yeah, yeah, she said she meant to dis- be disposable. Oh, gosh, disposable. But I actually agree with her. And um, okay, Sandra said like she sees something. Yeah, as- like but for me it's the opposite. <laughs> like more of, like my in my real life, like my mom when I was growing up was not always present, and because of that, I kind of like in my relationship. These are things that I'm working on, and and I, you know, as I said, I'm op- I'm openly therapist a therapist vocalist. Um, but like for me, like I openly like I'm ready to like be a severism to men or I'm ready to I'm always pursuing like uh, a connection with men because for me, it's kind of like my inner child like, seeks that attention. Like yeah. then that's as a result of absent parenting. And for uh, for Nadia, her, as a result of absent fathering, she always has that fear that eventually the guy will will go. Will so, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can relate with Nadia. I think for me it's pretty much the same because I had like an absentee dad. Like even with uh, me, I don't think like um that's the reason why I have that approach towards relationships. But I will say like I find men to be disposable as well. Like I think that's one thing I notice with myself when it comes to dating. Like um I, I don't even bother to try and like um be pleasing to them um or like try to like I don't know just to like cater to their ego or meet their emotional needs is like um if you're not compatible is well well and good at least i tried and i'm ready to go up and out you know so when nadia said like she finds men to be disposable because her dad was literally disposable to her like um i felt it because like i think i have something similar but uh for me like i don't see it as a weakness and maybe uh-huh. that's, uh, that's the different thing if anything i don't I'm not like we we did this like when we were discussing the uh, episode on post Valentine's where I was like I'd rather have a short term relationship that is then, uh, deep and passionate as opposed to having something long um but very um basic right so um I don't know but I did like that's why I said like I liked Nadia because I felt like I could relate with her like I could sit down and have a conversation with her and we'd probably like get along really really well. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, and then um. What do you think about the way like Snake is the blue of the? <laughs> I mean, not Snake. What is it? Scales. What is his name again? The fashionista. Twanky. Like the way he's the glue of the group. Wow, that guy is amazing. He's another guy that I would love to be around him. He also has good energy, you know. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, and I, I love the way he dresses. 
and unless he gets upset when he gets upset i was just like what the fuck is going on i liked swanky because of uh, um because of his sense of style and then the way he was advocating for naked dj so kind of expressing naked dj's frustration with uh, mm-hmm. kaylee so i liked that he went to kaylee and like you know like you'd think like you should sugar caught telling kaylee like don't be at his house too much but he was right up front was like if he's not invited you to the house don't <laughs> don't be there don't move in you know <laughs> like he was very very <laughs> yeah so i liked that i also liked that he tried to like um provide a platform for zari and um Annie to kind of like come into like some sort of reconciliation but you see, like, Annie wasn't down for it, so it felt very forced. No, she was not, so... Yeah, yeah, it felt very forced, and it felt, it felt like Swanky was getting into business that is not his. Mm-hmm. But other than that... Um... But, you know, there's these people who don't like to see their friends, and this, you know, for example, us, like, okay, I have my... I have Sandra Gladness. Yeah. When there is a situation, or, for example, there is some situation between Gladness and Sandra, it can be awkward for me, you know? Yeah. Because they're both my friends. So how, how am I supposed to act? How are we going to enjoy ourselves? Because the point is that, okay, the three of us should go out, have fun. But then if gladness is Sandra, not okay, it will be awkward. And it was happening, for example, yeah. in the train. The, I used to be like, oh, it was that's... just so awkward. Like some people doing this, some other people doing that. It was just like, okay, what are we guys we've been doing? We're not even having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I would be of the same like notion. But you see, the thing is, like, I was once in such a predicament whereby two of my friends were not getting along and I had to make them, like, sit down and talk to each other and, like, squash the beef. Mm-hmm. And then um, I ended up falling out with one of the one of them. And, you know, like, the other friend was trying to get me to sit down and squash the beef with that girl. But I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I even understand why you didn't like her that time and you were getting into arguments with her, you know. And I felt li- really bad because I was forcing, like, a sort of a relationship on a relationship on uh, someone who didn't want it, right? Mm-hmm. So since then, I'm like, like I'll, 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 like, stay back. And uh, if, if the beef doesn't involve me and if I can't avoid it, I may try to bring up conversation. But I'm not forcing people to reconcile if they don't want to reconcile. I'm not forcing people to, like have a relationship if they're both not on that at that place in that moment right i'd rather just give them space to process um the relationship mm-hmm. and like my little coach was saying like um you should pick a side you pick the side of the friend that you've been with longest or the friend who's more meaningful to you so um i think like right now i just go with that like um if the beef is like really really bad beef and it can't be squashed mm-hmm. then in this I'm just I'm not going to, I'm going to be completely unapologetic, completely unashamed, and I'm going to pick a side or stop being their friends altogether. Okay. Yeah. But and, and what do you guys feel about um the like do you think the the whole uh bro code kind of thing between Andy and uh Andy and uh, Diamond with Zari, do you think this bro it was a violation of bro code? to be honest I, like i feel like broco is dumb but at the same time <laughs> like um you shouldn't have sex with someone like your friends was having your sex friend. yeah for me yeah for me it's like bruh, i don't know Weird. i wouldn't like, yeah, my, cause, like uh, my ex no <laughs> yeah like even like having a romantic relationship with them even if like your friends uh your friend and their ex are in a good friendship they're very cordial towards each other it's like um there's there, there should be boundaries i feel yeah, like yeah um, the boundaries yeah i also yeah. agree no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, unless you like stop being your friend's friend, like you. Mm-hmm. you yeah, but out. if it's real friends, friends. Yeah. No, for me, no. I I wouldn't like it, and it would break like our relationship somehow. 
yeah yeah i completely agree and do you guys feel like uh it was unfair for zari to be put as the bad girl do you think really really she's the instigator of all the beef no i feel like um to be honest i feel like the rest of the crew was just intimidated by her because all of them were coming at her for like she literally did nothing other than like point out that um Annie was insecure and we all agree that Annie was insecure and when the show was beginning everyone was in agreement no, the that was, she told her that. she was insecure in front of her husband yeah yeah it was like, like okay she could have just called her and talk but the same thing of the same time like she tried to talk to her and did not go well remember that conversation they had yeah yeah they yeah. started screaming and ah. what was the, the the beef at the safari thing yeah like, so... that's what i'm saying like do you guys think because i don't i really don't see even the speech for me i i, I feel like the speech was okay like the, one, the way she was saying like thank, thank you, for you guys my for invite. accepting my invite yeah for honoring my invite there's nothing wrong with that with that speech Kanye was just feeling away because she was not like the queen yeah. in that situation like that's even like the crew, like having a, a problem with Andy and um zari dating it's so crazy because the same crew were like pro nadia and uh, diamond and then, like, um, now when it's not, um, Andy and um, Zari is like, suddenly is like, oh my God, you don't do that, right? Yeah. And I felt like it was really shady. And um, I feel like there was an ego aspect to it as well. Because you see, like, um, Kanye was the one who was instigating the relationship between Nadia and uh, potential relationship be- between uh, Nadia and Diamond. And then when uh, Andila went to pursue um, Zari without like passing by her, I felt like Kanye was being like shady because it's like they didn't ask her permission. So mm-hmm. it, I, I felt like it's an ego thing. Cause if the I feel like if Andy had brought it up in the in discussion in the group, then maybe the rest would be would have been like, no, don't do it. You see, Nadia stopped with the, as uh, with the diamond, but Nadia stopped with diamond because Andy told her not to. So that was why it was like, oh gosh, what's happening? But other than that, like I feel it was like it was like there was a double standard to it, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but all in all, I would say it was a really nice show. Yeah, um, it was. I really wish that, first of all, I, I think that the casting, okay, Zari, like when, for me, when I was seeing the trailer, the, what was being sold to me before I could watch it was like uh, looking at the lives of uh, big African stars. And like, I only, I, I wish Akothe was there, um, <laughs> Davido, Whiskey, because Davido. Vera, I feel like Bana Boy, that guy, that Nigerian. Yeah. Bana Boy, I think Bana Boy lives in the UK. Um, I don't know, but, but you know, like to be honest, I feel because it was young, famous, and African, expected to see young people on the show. You know, not people in their forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, I expect that's what I expected to see, like um Rema or you know Majimbo, you know um Lasizwe, you know people who are much younger generation or so either Gen Z or millennials. But they should be rich because they're so young. Yeah. I don't think I don't think like DJ is rich rich among them. Like I could see okay Annie was rich. Um Zari was rich obviously Diamond is Diamond, rich. yeah. But I didn't see like Andy Andy and um naked DJ, I didn't see them being as rich rich. Maybe they're not so flashy with their money. I don't know. But yeah. I did expect like because it was a young, famous and African, I expected to see millennials on there. Mm-hmm. And Millennial- honestly, honestly speaking, I didn't agree with the casting of the white girl. I don't see why she was there. Really? 
Yeah, Kaylee, I didn't see what anything Kaylee did on the show, really. Maybe she was there just for inclusivity. Like, storyline <laughs> is just a relationship with Naked DJ, but there's nothing really she asked. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem. Her role was just being Naked DJ's girlfriend. Yeah, but she did more than inclusivity. She mm? did more than criticize. maybe they wanted inclusivity. One yeah, white maybe. person, one gay person to make it, you know, to make it more inclusive. But yeah. why would you post a show about um okay, Africans are the global majority, but in general people refer to us as the minority. So why would you create a show about the minority, especially in the media scene, and include like a white person who is a majority in that aspect and make it seem like it's an inclusive thing? Like there's no inclusivity in bringing white people to the space. There's no inclusivity at all in it. It's, if anything, it's like just a, a sales point so that you can also appeal to a white audience. I don't know if that is making sense. And that's the thing, like, even they didn't even write for her any story. Like, the only person in the storyline no, was she that. had a storyline. She had, a, like, compare, I'm, looking, I'm saying compare her, her role in the show com, uh, to Kudzai's role in the show. You see? Mm-hmm. She had, like, a storyline. It's just that, like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Even Swanky, I don't feel like Swanky was that big of a role. Yeah, not that, really. Swanky yeah, Swanky, not that. really. Not really. Yeah, so maybe season two, we can see like an expansion when it comes to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, um, this would be a really successful franchise, but I do hope they include more characters. They, and not just characters from the same country, because we had multiple people from South Africa. We had multiple people from Nigeria and like one person from other parts of the continent. Mm-hmm. So I wish they expand the casting such that we have different people from different parts of the continent. It would be, it be some- even funnier. <laughs> people put people from all around yeah yeah exactly i want to see someone from mozambique from i want mozambique, to see from namibia yeah i don't like know everywhere about i don't see their content and by much. the way salina i cannot even name one egyptian singer or actor <laughs> morocco <laughs> those kinds i don't know i, I, I know. i've never South seen like Africa. i think maybe they don't include them because they speak arabic or something because i cannot tell you one Egyptian, Moroccan, Libyan, Mm-mm, I don't know any. The problem is that Egypt doesn't even feel like it's in Africa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a continental divide. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like they're in another continent. Yeah, there's a continental divide between the Black Africans and the, and the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. They, they, um, I don't know. But well, I, I remember like, when I was in high school, we would call like Egypt, Morocco, like white Africa. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a continental divide. We forgot to discuss um the the aspect of uh, um like what's the cause? This thing where you downgrade, make another woman down like for example the scene where Azari was telling Annie like you shouldn't be dressed like that, you know, like mm. Oh, that was shady that, as fuck. Bo- body shaming. Body shaming, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, I didn't like. No, it, it wasn't even body shaming. It was more of the dress code. So Z- Zaira was saying because Arabs are more um modest in their dressing than if you're coming to an Arabic night, like uh, Arabic themed event, then you should dress in line. That's with that what dress. I'm saying. Like the aspect and of that's what, um, like another scene where I would like to like highlight is also like when Annie was telling like uh, Zari, like you're not even his type. You're you're like he likes chocolate skin. So it's more yeah, of like women. Yeah. Yeah. women down yeah putting women down and in this uh, in, in the case of annie 
it was putting a woman down in regards to the male's gaze. Now that I had a problem with saying like, oh, he likes dark skin, likes small ass, cute small ass. Oh, like, yeah, they- I remember that part when she said. <laughs> Yeah, he likes. He doesn't like light skin. He's like, yes. yeah, that was very pick me behavior. That was very <laughs> pick me behavior. Yeah, and like Zari put her in her place by saying, when they cheat, they cheat with the opposite with the opposite type. And I was like, yes, you know, Zari didn't take it like, with a, with a closed mouth. Like she spoke spoke up and spoke back, right? But yeah. I didn't. That that policing people how and how they pre- present themselves, how they carry themselves out, policing people, and also like um what is it called? Critiquing people for their bodies. So what Annie was doing is like, gosh, we're in 2022. This is old news. We're like in a new place now. Like let people be what they want to be. Let them do what they want to do. Because you see like even Annie at the Gatsby dinner, Annie didn't dress up at the Gatsby dinner and Zari in the behind the scenes is like, what is Annie wearing? You know, and I was just like, why are you policing what someone does with their body? You know? So that was really shady. But yeah. But this is like, this is why I like I, why I said Kanye was my favorite because Kanye is the only one that I've not seen her like be weird with like she, you know even even when Zari went to talk with her she didn't pick sides she was like okay you did this you know so so like she was more neutral the only part where I was like okay Kanye is kind of shady is that the train where she was just like rolling her eyes you know that's why even I- uh- at the dinner at the safari, you remember the dinner at the safari where Baizari yeah. was trying to have a proper conversation and Kanye was just talking shit and shouting. Yeah. Even that's shady. Yeah. But again, just to say everything, I would say generally I am a little bit like I celebrate the, the I celebrate the whole thing, but I'm just sick of them painting black people as dramatic. I'm as dramatic. But at the same time, would you watch it if there was no drama? I still would have watched it because I saw Diamond. I saw um, <laughs> saw Diamond. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't even think about drama actually. I thought just you know, yeah, just I thought to see their lifestyle, like, yeah. how they do, how how they, the, how they anyway, act, drama home, just how, how's their life in general? You know, and it's not about drama. It's not about okay, when I wake up, what Zari does, does this? She cooks. She played with the kids. She does that. You know, this who's kind of going thing. to watch that? No, who's going to watch that? I wouldn't have People. watched. People, but no, yeah, me, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm sick of the drama. But at the same time, I wouldn't have reached episode fourteen if it was boring. Like, it was, if it was. That. For me, I yeah. I didn't think about the drama, but it was nice to have drama, of course. <laughs> Yeah, but then I like what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, I, I should, uh-huh. Like you see how the the Real Housewives of Atlanta and Leaks, the way Jocelyn, they're made to throw drinks, they're made to throw wigs, they're made to scream at each other, and I'm really sick of seeing this. Really, but I'm you sick. know, drama is normal. Like, but have you ever seen, like, for example, like... keeping keeping up with the Kardashians? Their drama is very gentle, very mild. You won't even tell. Like, it's just plot twist tension, but it's not like. But have you ever seen how? Re- Atlanta, the drama looks like OMG. Yeah. Oh, Cindy's internet, Salina. Hello? Okay, so I'm the only one left. Alright, guys, it was nice talking about it, and uh, yeah, I'll just wrap, wrap things up, because I'm the only one left. It was nice talking with you guys. Um, Yeah, thank you so much, and have a nice evening. Bye.